Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Good evening, everybody, and I hope you've had a good weekend. You're ready for the weekend. Uh, but before I get you ready for the weekend or you get ready for the weekend, I thought I'd share some tax tips with you because I've done quite a few lives talking about different uh, property strategies and things you should uh, bear in mind or think out um, about. But I haven't done one on tax for a while and I had quite a few people asking me, saying, can we have something on tax? So I thought, why not for a Friday uh, early evening? So I'm going to share a, a few tips with you. The first one, which is a, a common one and comes up a lot, and I think you should pay attention to it especially if you have a portfolio where you own companies in your own name or in a partnership or through a limited liability partnership, which is also a partnership, uh, or if you're looking to get into property and you're a high rate taxpayer, is think about whether incorporating your property portfolio is something that you, sh you should do. Now, there are some people out there who will say incorporate every single portfolio, and I disagree with that. I think it's horses for courses, and it's about doing the numbers and looking at the impact and seeing, is it worth you incorporating? So, for example, somebody who earns, let's say, £30,000 and has two properties in their own name, it might not be worth them incorporating that particular portfolio, but it could be worth them buying future properties in a limited company. Because when you incorporate, you've got to remember, there's a possibility you pay capital gains tax, there's a possibility you pay stamp duty land tax, uh, you'll have to refinance, most likely. I know some people talk about being a, a deed of trust, I'm not going to cover that today, uh, but the... So, and you've got the uh, costs of uh, the mortgage, legal costs. So you be, and then obviously, usually higher rates of interest uh, through a, a limited company compared to owning property in your own name. So look at those costs and then think about the savings. Now, of course, if you have a property business, then you could incorporate your property portfolio and not pay capital gains tax. But you've still got the uh, issue of uh, paying stamp duty land tax. So you need to consider the impact of that. Alongside that, if you have a partnership uh, and it's an established partnership and it wasn't established just to benefit uh, from uh, in in incorporating and not paying SDLT, then you may not have to pay stamp duty land tax. Uh, so the general thing is do the numbers, do the sums, see if it works for you and if it's worth doing, then do it. I find a lot of people uh, who approach me sometimes haven't thought about it in detail. They think they ought to incorporate. Uh, just because somebody's told them that they've incorporated. And sometimes it doesn't work. And as an advisor, I'd say, that doesn't quite work for you. Don't do it. So think about incorporation, but only do it if it works for you. The second one is make use of all your tax uh, bands. And if you have a spouse, civil partner, husband, wife, uh, then make use of all of their uh, tax allowances as well. So for example, let's say a husband and wife situation uh, and wife earns £70,000, husband earns £30,000 uh, and they've got some property together, then you want to, and they own it 50 50, then you want to be thinking about how to give maybe 75, maybe 80% uh, of the income to the husband so you can use up his basic rate band of tax uh, and the wife gets less income because obviously for the wife, she's um, she can't claim all her mortgage costs, she can only claim up to 20%, so she's paying more tax. The husband's a basic rate taxpayer. 
uh, isn't affected by Section 24, uh, and therefore why not use up their allowance? Alongside that, you've then got things like the personal savings allowance, the starting rate savings allowance, uh, the marriage allowance. So thinking about those allowances and many others, by the way, and thinking about how you can make use of them. You then have your annual exemption uh, for capital gains tax purposes. Again, think about how you can use those allowances. Then for inheritance tax, you have certain uh, annual allowances in terms of giving things to your children and grandchildren. And if they're getting married, there's an allowance for that. Again, use those allowances. There's quite a few different allowances. I'm not going to run through every single one tonight. But the main point is become familiar with those allowances and use them. Because in most uh, cases, uh, if, if there's an annual allowance that's available, if you don't use it, you, you lose it. So generally speaking, uh, you can't uh, carry it forward. Uh, there's one or two exceptions, uh, but more often than not, you can't. So therefore, you want to make sure you use it the best you can. Another one which could work well is rent a room relief. So if you have somebody living in your home with you and you're renting a room to them uh, and you give them access to your uh, kitchen, bathroom uh, and uh, other parts of the house, uh, then you can earn up to seven and a half thousand pounds tax free every single year. If it's a husband and wife situation, it's half of the seven and a half, so three thousand seven hundred fifty each. So why not use that? Uh, I mean, not everybody's going to be comfortable with having a lodger living in their home. Some people do do it for different reasons. If you are, make use of that. I have a question from Emma. Hi, Emma. Uh, and the question is: uh, I have heard that capital allowances on eco, e.g., uh, photovoltaic. It is changing from offsetting against tax to a check at 150%. Uh, are you referring to, uh, Emma, uh, research and development tax credits uh, or uh, something else? Because uh, you need to be a bit more specific with that in terms of exactly which tax relief you're referring to for me to then be able to answer your question. Uh, because there's a few things that qualify for 150% and I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to. So if you can possibly uh, post that, then I'll, I'll, I'll happily answer your question for you. Now, the, you, I mean, the 150% generally linked with capital allowances uh, is uh, the land remediation relief, which isn't a capital allowance per se, uh, but that usually has uh, where you can claim 150% of the cost if you uh, pay to have contamination cleared like Japanese nutweed, asbestos, other forms of contamination. So that's 150%. But, uh, and then there's obviously the, the R&D relief, which is 150%. But there's nothing specific about 150% for capital allowances on uh, energy efficient or e e eco-efficient uh, items, uh, Emma. The third, the third one uh, is knowing and making sure you claim all the different tax deductible and tax-free uh, expenses. Now, I'm asked quite often, uh, what can I claim for tax purposes? Uh, and the answer is anything and everything, so long as it's, it's wholly and exclusively for the purpose of your business. So the, the, there's no limitation in terms of what you can't claim, generally speaking. Uh, it's got to be for the uh, purpose of your business. And in terms of, kind of tax-free allowances, there's quite a few different things. I'll run you through three or four very quickly. Uh, some of these you may have heard of. So if your staff members can have an annual eye test payable by the payable by the company, and that's going that's not a, a taxable event. Mileage claims. 
So if you claim mileage and, you, uh, and, and the company doesn't own the car, the first uh, 10,000 miles, uh, you can claim at 45 pence. Any subsequent mileage in the tax year is at 10,000, uh, uh, 25 pence uh, per mile. When you claim that, it's not a taxability event for you. Every year, uh, you can have your team uh, go for a party uh, and it's 150 pounds tax-free. Uh, usually people use it for uh, a Christmas party, but it can be a, a summer barbecue or it can be a party at any point in the year. It's tax-free. Uh, you've got something called trivial benefits where you can give up to 50 pounds or less uh, to each uh, team member as long as it's not cash or a cash voucher and it's not being paid in return for work or for, or for them hitting their targets and it's not part of their uh, contractual obligation uh, and they can't exceed 300 pounds in the year so you can do six lots of 550 so six lots, lots of 50 pounds in the year taking you up to 300 pounds so those are some of the kind of tax-free benefits that there's quite a few of the ones here i've got by the way i'm not gonna run through every single one uh, but it's it's making sure you claim all your expenses quite often i, I come across people who haven't claimed all their expenses because they weren't aware of them so be careful on that now in terms of company cars again it's worth using a, a calculation are you better off claiming mileage because and usually the older the car the better off you are claiming mileage are you better off having a sole trader or an unincorporated business or an llp to run your car through through that particular vehicle or are you better off running a car through a limited company because you've got an electric car and or a hybrid car and the tax rates are very low and again it's about doing the calculation and working out which scenario works best for you uh, and uh, the more energy efficient it is the usually the better it is to if you have a, a limited company to get it through the company because the government at the moment are incentivizing people to go electric therefore the tax rates are pretty low so make sure you uh, take advantage of that because that's very important now something else that uh, you ought to be aware of if you're buying a property and uh, you'll have to pay stamp duty land tax depending on the value of the property if you're buying six or more properties from the same person together then you can use uh, non-commercial uh, rates of or sorry non-residential rates of stamp duty land tax so work out if that works better for you you can also claim multiple dwellings relief work out if that works better for you uh, so you do, do the calculation Standard STLT on all six properties. Am I better off be, uh, paying non-residential rates? Am I better off uh, using multiple dwellings relief? And then based on those three, go with the one that works best for you. Now, in terms of multiple dwellings relief, it doesn't have to be six properties. It has to be two or more properties. So let's say you're buying two properties from a seller. One property is, is, is being sold for £600,000. The other one for £300,000. You can aggregate the, the value i.e. work out the average, so 600 plus 300 gives you 900,000 pounds, divided by two, work out the STLT on the 450,000 pounds per property, times it by two, and then work out what the STLT is. Overall, you'll pay less stamp duty land tax than you would do on uh, a property worth 600 grand and then 300,000 pounds. So it's, it's kind of working out that particular calculation to see uh, which outcome gives you uh, the lowest possible tax. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. Uh, HMRC and the government uh, give you the opportunity to do that uh, as you choose. Now, we don't have any of the questions. I don't want to bombard you with lots of tax tips. Just want to bring three or four things to your attention. If you have any questions on tax tips, or if you want me to do more 
uh, stuff on a, on a particular tax, uh, feel free to uh, email me or send me a question through Messenger. And I'll be more than happy to answer that for you. Have a wonderful weekend and I shall see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.